0: Is the sounding board podcast with Hachi and Damo? Thanks to Drink Wise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Nice to have your company on the sounding board for Drink Wise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. I see that it's episode eighteen of series eight. It's a Tuesday morning of this particular week, and. There's a bit going on, Craig Card. just said it's been busy. We, uh, we do time code this show, and I look, it's it's 7.01am on this particular Tuesday. You're about to fly somewhere. I've been doing my uh, AFL daily requirements, and there's a little bit going on.
1: There is, and I would not like to concede this day, mate, to you, but I'm tired today. You don't ever say I, that. I am tired. You don't ever say that. Wow. <laughs> Here's my challenge today. We're going to only record 7.05. Give the give the time reference. The I just did. Steps, the 7.01. 9, yeah. episode eight. now? Yeah. Heading to Sydney, as most weeks I do, Tuesday morning for four or five days. Mm. And the last episode of Succession dropped last oh, night. Please stop talking. I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'm just going to tell you about how hard it was. So hang on. You did footy classified. Get home from footy classified, not talk about quarter to 11.
0: Because there's always a, at least one either beer or cup of tea or wine on and on. I'm, I get, a, I get yeah. a lift home from Caro.
1: So i got to wait for Caro to be ready to go. And Caro likes to debrief. I'm not so much of a debriefer, but yep. Caro's a debriefer. And it's a 90-minute ep. (laughs) (laughs) My Twitter feed's starting to... Just bubble a little bit with Oh, I can't believe that happened and I am just trying to avoid Twitter. I'm thinking to myself, there is no chance I'm gonna avoid the next four days. <laughs> Particularly if you're flying too. And yeah, flying. People on make Tuesday, small talk on the plane. On our own news when service. you ha- have that armrest <laughs> rodeo that you referred to. <laughs> the armrest rodeo. So I didn't want to run the risk of someone saying So you went home can you
0: believe X happened? You went home. And fought the eyelids deep into the night to try and get through. The problem oh, I got through. Probably do it that way, you'll forget some of the nuances in it, won't you? Some of the... 20
1: minutes to go, I was thinking about an espresso martini just to get me through <laughs> half an espresso martini, but didn't, alas, got through without the need. And Please don't say any more, because I'm, I'm way behind in
0: this latest series. And I'm way behind. What a finish. So next week, we might do a little... No, we won't because I'm, I won't be. I how, won't have caught up. How quick can you catch up? I tried to watch one last night. To your point, but a bit earlier than what you did, and um, I got through. I reckon it might have been uh, episode four of the last series. I'm so. oh, not too
1: far away. Well, hurry up and get there. When we're right. have a good chat then about we'll discuss it. What yeah. it means. I want to know your. Views against
0: the news, limited comparisons, and all those areas that you like to, like to drift into. And thank you for what you did a couple of weeks ago, too, when you, I told you and our listeners that I was way behind. And then you said, People, please uh, send your thoughts today. Uh, yeah. Know? And <laughs> within an hour of that show finishing, I was <laughs> told what happened in the episode in question and it destroyed what I was uh, about to and absorb
1: myself. You know what I'm sticking up for? The rewatch. Going back to Ep 1, Series 1. Doing,
0: See, but that's an investment.
1: That, that's that's an investment in time you I, don't have. I think. No, but I think it's, you can do it in your own time. You can take for as long as you want, and you're going to pick up things you missed on the way through. I think.
0: I want to do that with Better Call Saul again.
1: I, I do. You? I, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't I, pick you as a Better Call Saul man.
0: I feel Better Call Saul was almost better than Breaking Bad. The, as time unfolds in my head, <laughs> really? Yeah, I never picked you as a Better Call Saul. Oh though. no, that that is almost the perfect show. But but to me, you needed to have watched. Breaking Bad to get border call saw that, that's just my take on it. I mean, there's a link in character, but it wasn't, it wasn't wow. that's a, uh, a prequel. It's off brand. Oh no! If no. you think it's off brand, drop drop and <laughs> a note as well. There's a hey, couple of characters in that that, that are all time and, and 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 last throughout the whole series. Now, yeah, my Aussie disposals update, by the way. Aussie disposals. Aussie disposals
1: up- update. Yeah, that's why I've decided to anoint them as my partner on the uh, tent coverage Have you back in the tent at North Melbourne. <laughs> Now this is a bit to deal with here.
0: I've hit my desk even before you. I ne- M before you keep going, I, I now know where you're going. To. Just try and keep keep it in the realms of fact, all right? And I'll I'll, I'll okay. obviously mop up on the way through as you put your mayonnaise on it. So I broke the story that last year that
1: Sonia Hood had met you for a patch up coffee. It had been a series of patch up coffees. You'd become a confidant,
0: and I've you been were- a friend of and a work slash colleague friend of Sonia for the best part of twenty. Oh, years. now a friend. Oh, work, work friend Work friend What, What is it Is it a friend A work
1: friend Or a work friend. slash no, no. friend
0: You know me With my definition Of friend It's, it's not, a work not a friend. slash friend A work colleague For 20 years. I'm just trying to Give it some context I've known Sonia For 20 years Is what I'm trying to say Oh wow <laughs> This is escalated. <laughs> this is almost Daily Mail clickbait level. Now. <laughs> no, nah, it's not there yet. It will be after
1: you finish with it, no doubt. <laughs> Peter de Roush is one of the original owners of North Melbourne, shareholder. Okay.
0: At least you're starting to deal with some fact
1: here. In, yep. Very influential man in the history of the club and, and very kind-hearted. In fact. Very kind-hearted. He's always made uh, his bar in the city available for a fundraiser. Last year they raised a lot of money the year before. This year, the what, what do you do? Uh, it's transport, isn't it? The bar. So this year- T- Taxi- Taxi at, yep. at Fed Square. Yep. yep. This year, they've got the inner the inner sanctum, the inner circle. There's about 25, 30 high rollers who pay good freight to- <laughs> Good freight. <laughs> to go along. And this year, Craig Bellamy's the guest. Who can we get this year to be the host? Who have we brought back in the tent? Who's remaining in the tent? We've had a lot of critics in the media. We need someone that's a bit softly, softly, that's going to row the company boat- it's going to be a little bit on our side. He's going to have to ask a few Dorothy Dixons. Just before
0: you go any further, this is a private function. It's actually not the North Melbourne function, Hutchy. It's, it's not the North Melbourne. It's Football a fundraiser Club. for the for North the, Melbourne the Yes, Melbourne correct. So it's removed Run, from operations. Hosted by one of their ex-directors
1: and attended by many of their influential, most powerful people. You hosted the
0: event, <laughs> true or false? Uh, I helped convene uh, uh, Craig Bellamy. Um, you were the host. Talking. You're, you're you're the front man,
1: you did, and you did a four-parter, a four-part interview. When I when I return here at the Kangaroos Inner Sanctum, more of me and Bellamy in a moment. So Billy, and you've got sat down. Imagine what he thought he's running to do with you. He's a pretty entertaining guy, Craig. He he's up with you for, for an an once you finish your yeah.
0: rubbish. We'll, we'll get to you know, to, to him. And just he, times he's like this, times like this, you miss Spud more than ever. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would have coped on the weekend more than I did.
1: Now, this is what I also heard from inside the tent. I've actually got a bloke who's got a bloke who's got a bloke inside the tent.
0: Well, the fact you've mentioned Peter DeRouch makes me yep. worried because it is his um, group, you, Golden, Golden Ruse, this you, this current uh, version of it. You have donated your time. No invoice
1: for free. So, okay. Well, you, you, you're you so far so good. Yes. Which we'll come back to. Did you wear a
0: club tie on the evening? No, I didn't wear a tie at all. Did you wear any North Melbourne? No, no, no. See, this is where you... So dressed... don't, don't go too No, I far. don't no. know the answer to this. No, no, I... no, no I just wore, Have uh, I wore seen... a... Have you seen... Does anyone wear a suit? These, uh, sorry, a tie these days? I wore an open neck. In fact... Similar to what you were doing No blue? Today. You didn't wear any blue? I uh, it might have been a navy suit, but I've got about five navy suits. A navy suits. suit and a white shirt. Yeah. Well, so you've about, worn the club colours. I've got No, 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 no. I've got about five navy suits. Archie, and I reckon you'd have 25. I've got, yeah, most of my suits are dark. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd imagine it was a navy okay. one. Okay. So you're confirming that you have hosted a fundraiser and you've donated your time because of your love of the club. Well, what I did do was I took a phone call from Peter DeRouch maybe six weeks ago. And all he said was, what are you doing on X date? And I was in the car. I pulled over because Peter Drouch is someone who I do have time for and have a lot of respect for. I pulled over and on that particular dating question, there was nothing in the evening. I said, no, I'm doing nothing. He said, right, keep it free. I'll come back to you. I didn't know know what it was. I didn't know whether I was being invited to dinner or whatever it was. And I just said, yep, I'm free. So you can understand how, say, for
1: instance, to use an example, the Hawthorne supporters might be feeling. feeling this. <laughs> oh, is this where you're going this? I had no idea where you were going. <laughs> your professional integrity is being compromised because you are now <laughs> waving an invoice and the club now might oh, feel like that. <laughs> you haven't charged a commercial rate for your services. <laughs> and you've done and you have <laughs> and And I d and I didn't. You've now turned yourself into a bona fide fundraiser. <laughs> what you you could... are a philanthropic contri- contributor to the North <laughs> Melbourne Footy Club and how people could take your integrity seriously from here <laughs> is beyond me. <laughs> what, You're
0: what, a compromise. If you were in Parliament right now, this would be on this would be on the agenda today. One translation then... of this would be someone helps out old friend when asked. Do you know what, is, you know, is, that, is that a fair
1: translation you've gone, in how I did it? You've gone from running Glen Archer and Ben Buckley out of town to a benefactor. You become a benefactor. I don't have the. This has been one I of the. I have the financial clout to be a benefactor, Hutchy. One of the. One of the. If so, all of Sonia Hoods achievements as a president, Sonia she's turned wasn't you into there. a benefactor. Sonia wasn't
0: there. It, Even, was, it was removed from, linked, from she's North She's arms length
1: to you. She's gone. Oh, we can plan him in that event because I won't be there and it won't, <laughs> won't rebound on me. And Jen Watt, who's the other one, who's been wooing you back into the tent, the CEO of North, who's a long-time friend of yours. No, she's not.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, long-time colleague. Sorry. Acqu- acquaintance. Work friend. Acquaintance. acquaintance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, I find it very hard for anything you do or say about North to be taken seriously as I a, a, it was a, it
0: was a It was a chat, and I felt actually privileged to be in the occasion oh, that it so was. You're, you're on because with you're Craig a fan. Bellamy. I'm a fan of you're Craig fan. Bellamy. I'm
1: a fan of Craig Bellamy. Oh, my goodness. You've compromised yourself, <laughs> and I'm disappointed to hear that. I've got to
0: call out that behavior when I see it on the ceiling. <laughs> That's actually pretty good from you. i got to call it out as I said. You're a benefactor. Can, can we move on from that just for the, to be serious? So Hawthorne fans. Have you had much to do with Craig Bellamy? Unbelievably impressive! How good a speaker is that man in, in that in that forum? Now look, it was extremely open, and I did your usual spiel about Chatham House rules. And I've never been caught on that. So in those. you're not only a benefactor; you're, you're blaming me as part of your act. No, I just use what you use at, to open up your um, private and high-end around-town corporate functions that you do a lot of, Hutchie, a lot of, and you sometimes uh, ask me to be part of them too. You always use the word Chatham House, and, and I, I think that works. And, and, and he, he says he's got his good, good stories. Is- to tell now, I know that your rate is free. We'll be doing a whole lot more functions
1: in the coming weeks. Let's be clear about that. Hey, on the if you want to book Damo for free, by the way, he now is he now owes every club one of these because he's an independent journalist. So there's 18 free hits, he'll do 18 fundraisers. If you're going to be independent as a journalist, you have to offer the same service to everybody. So please uh, hashtag free, free lunch, hashtag Demo free lunch. Senator Director Damo you know,
0: Community I, I was helping out a friend in Peter DeRouche. It happened to be part of another oh, organisation. I, and, and no I one, didn't know what it was for when I said yes to it. No one's better friends than you and I. And now I know that <laughs> Now I know that, that
1: helping out a friend is an available part of the stick. I'll be there needing your help, Damo. Quite a bit over
0: the coming weeks, to be fair. <laughs> having to defend you over 15 years is enough, of, enough payback, isn't it? You're, you're helping out a friend. Yeah. <laughs> now, can, we get the, can we get on the serious
1: media issue? We're we going there, but I want to talk to you about Hawthorne first. I mentioned them. Okay. You've attacked Hawthorne all year. You've, the, the Hawthorne Insiders podcast did a whole <laughs> night on you, as we talked about three weeks ago. You were attacking them about night? You were attacking them about being tankers, about their list. That Hawthorne community, led by Ashley Brown, Brad Klebanski,
0: Patrick <laughs> miss, and, and a
1: whole bunch of others. I saw, saw Klebanski the other day. Had a good chat. Set you straight three weeks ago. Shared some of their feedback. You've been proven undeniably wrong i not understanding the young nature of their list, the progress of their kids. They're not tanking. They've won two in a row. How many tanking teams have ever won back-to-back games, Dane? your history. Tanking
0: is relative and, and contextual, and you, you know it is. And you know my comments. I know you've, I know you've try, uh, chosen to tell our listeners it, that you listen and consume media through TikTok you're, these you're days. You were wrong about them tanking. No, you're no. You wrong. My comments you're go wrong. back to what they, they did in the trade row. period. Oh, so, they, so you went two in a row and you're not tanking. Yes. The, the, the comments were never about the 22 that ran out on the weekend. And, th- and that, that was said at the time I said the word, the, the phrase, form off tanking. That, I actually said that. It's not about the 22 that ran out on the weekend. It, it's so amazing
1: that you can't see that you're wrong. He, Sam Mitchell has reshaped a young team full mm. of talent who are going to have their bumps along the way. Yep. You look at the Weddles and the McKenzie's and the Mac, McDonald's and the Wards. And the, they are on average. An incredible flight path if they can keep this together to be a really good team really quickly in two three years and yep. and that has been entirely designed to win over time yeah and on the weekend they he coach, coached really well to help them win on the oh, day unbelievably well to win on the day yeah
0: and and kick the last five goals. I think you owe day. them an apology personally do you yeah yeah no they just didn't set up to win as many games you know as they how they I could. would how do have, that how would you do that had you Donate your time for a free <laughs> okay. fundraiser well, to prove that you're all things right. Well, I, I think my issues. Are, if you told me I've got issues yep. with it, was it Insiders for Change or whatever group they call themselves? I think my issues if, are more with the, I, the administration.
1: If I said to you ten years ago that the lead story online on a Big Footy week yep. would be a story about how a journalist almost broke a story but didn't break a story. <laughs>
0: You want to go there now, do you? I want to go somewhere else, but you've, you've, you've- I know you
1: want to get to Koshy, we'll get to Koshy. He's not going anywhere.
0: He's been there twenty minutes. I will another two weeks. I want to get to Koshy. You now, want to get to the- How Dimmer
1: scoop slipped through Tom Brown's what, fingers. What was that story about? Uh, Tom Damon Harbick's scoop eludes football reporter Tom Brown. So H- Who wrote it again? Alice Costa, but it, Alice reads the verity better than anybody, to be fair, <laughs> because her stories are among many Page 13 authors- Verity their socks off. And Tom Brown, you didn't believe me when I said Tom Brown is the one ranked yeah. <laughs> Verity person in town. Well, you might be right. And because... this proves it. So read it out for me. No, I'm not reading this rubbish out. All right, you I'll read look. it out. I don't want my voice on this. The untold story of Damon Harbick's- Can you Harbick's... do it in
0: moody um, media watch style as we did a few years ago?
1: The untold story of Damon Harbick's shock decision to walk away from Richmond is about the general who almost had the biggest scoop of the year. Oh. So Tom Brown is one of the uh, best of the business, says Alice. And last Wednesday, he sensed he was onto something. He tipped off. There was a meeting on it. Miss- Alex and Co and Elwood. I reckon he might have a spy, Miss Alex and Co. Like you, you once did at yeah, your places, a Yeah, good place to have one. I reckon. So you got a camera down there? What, would it go- be the barista or the uh, the bus boy? You got the well. Someone in Someone in the, You'd probably need two because there'd be high staff turnover. <laughs> you'd need two. There'd be high staff turnover. You'd need to be working on the next one the whole time because you'd get a call going. Sorry, I'm going back to study at uni or something, and you go, oh damn, it, let's put three months into development here, so you need to have one coming through at the same time, and ideally someone that's a bit. You need fan, a succession plan, not as transient. Like a gardener's normally stay longer, I think. Anyway, so he's got the camera down to Miss Alex. He didn't know what he was looking for, but he thought it was abnormal
0: enough. For Connors, hang on. So, 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 client meets manager. Yep. This is what we've got so far. Yep. And, and does that translate to client? Client about to resign? Does
1: well, it... he put two and two together, and so was aiming to get twenty-two. Anyway, he didn't get the story <laughs> up. Didn't get the pictures. So he tells Ellis, does he? And then somehow, five days later, he. I don't know. He's
0: like, You, you might not be aware of this, but I was on this one. <laughs> See, this might be already. Is, is there is there a worse person? In the world than a journo who wants to dare tell someone else they nearly had a story. Is that the worst type of person that exists, Hutchie? The Almoster. That's the Almoster. It is sickening, Hachi. And again, yep. as always in these conversations, I have done that in the past too, Hachi, but I look back on those times and think, how pathetic. It was Kel to me last week. I, 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 I could almost, almost
1: name you the Almosters in town. There's a lot of them around. Isn't can there? you name them? Can, go on, name them. <laughs> no. Go on. But you look for the almoster, uh, yeah. You know, as as we suspected last week, you know. All, but, um, well, take me through this. Given you, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but by given the way, you I don't, I don't think Tom was. I don't think Tom leaked the fact. Oh, that he you the don't story. think so? No. So how
0: would Alice care or find out about that? And again, I, I didn't see anything in that story that actually said he had it and was about to go with it. It just he just saw Damien Hardwick in hindsight yeah. meeting with his manager uh, yeah. four days earlier than than um, before making the announcement he's going to resign. It didn't. That wasn't. A line between that meeting and oh, I'm about to break the story. He's yep. going to quit. Did you? Did you know, have I misread something? Do you know the the
1: the the Wayne
0: Carey story that I broke back in the day? Yes, and you were the first to go with that. And yes, that which I was, that was one of my almosters, but I was nowhere near it. No, nowhere which, near it, and I wouldn't have had the bravery to go with it. By the way, in the, at the time frame you did, which was a, probably the biggest footy story
1: of that era. Yeah, absolutely. I was fortunate enough to win a. A Walkley for that story, and you you deserve to. Just not to just just to to throw that out there. I didn't know. Just Just trying to pitchfork that one in there. Just (laughs) just trying to set up the significance of it as opposed to be vain about it. Pitchfork that one in there. I did my. I didn't realize that Anthony Mythen the day before not only had the story, he went down to North Melbourne with the aim of getting it to air that night. He so he had a much bigger runway than I did. I only heard about it Tuesday morning, the day of, maybe Wednesday morning, day off, whatever the day I was. Yep. And I think broke into the three o'clock news and, and cold. But I didn't realise at the time that someone else was Sitting. so close. And to yeah. Anthony's eternal credit, he never he almost did a little bit around the social conversation, but he never never was an almoster in public life. But he had he could just couldn't pin the last bit of it down, which was uh he had more time and just was a bit unlucky, I think, by the sounds. Can you can we just
0: go back to this though? The, the, that the, out the, of context, the article sorry? you raised. I oh, know that was in context, but how would, how, again, to your first question, how's it a story anyway? Well, because he
1: clickbaits. I'm telling you, there is a there is an unbelievably, the, the Australian public have got an algorithmic relationship with Tom Brown. <laughs> he is. Is that a good or bad thing? <laughs> he is click frenzy. <laughs> click frenzy. He should be the click frenzy face of the, for whatever reason. And don't forget, newspapers papers once upon a time used to say, are oh, you giving this person too much
0: coverage? Now they just lean in on the click. They're, it's in a completely. Oh no, there's still layers to it. If, if you're if you're a competitor, you don't want to give too many reasons to click. Oh, and, and Tom is your, a competitor. The coverage to your gets flavoured positive or
1: negatively on. But That's, but, but, yeah. the, but
0: they don't try and fight the algorithm well, they, anymore. They don't present Tom well. That's why I ask you: Is it good or bad? Because the the references to Tom aren't. Favourable to Tom. I don't think they're trying to be favourable unfavourable. They're,
1: oh, they're trying. I think they're trying to be unfavourable, and this be, is this is to my point. I think I,
0: I think they're using him. I think for their they're own game. Ag- they're agnostic to the click. Well, that's not a story you'd want out there. Unless, well, it's,
1: but it, it flies. It was a lead yarn, which meant it was. And the other one was the photo that Jack Reval took of him asleep in the car. Was that Jack Reval's photo? Yep. Someone Jack took a fun photo of Tom right. having a nap. Tom works hard, so he's entitled to have a nap. Got a young family, and. That photo went,
0: Jack Reevold.
1: Yeah, that click frenzied. So, poor, so Tom, I don't say poor old Tom, but it's good for his profile. And was and that after? Was good. that after
0: the Dimmer Hardwick story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know it was Jack Reevold's photo. He might be the first person. Like, his cameraman might think it's more lucrative to turn on him. <laughs> well. Be like, a bit like your, your PA's over the journey. Aren't you? Imagine you they turned the on person you. Now, yeah,
1: just before we get the piece of camera, can I get some shots of you? <laughs> it's a daily Mail paying full freight. If,
0: when we it's, weird, out, it? it's weird, isn't it? When we started out in journalism back in the eighty or eighty nine, it was for me as a copy boy, early nineties for you as a cadet. Would you ever thought there was going to be a time when there was a story that, to your point, clicked its life out? Over a journo missing a story. That's that's how I started the whole setup to this. That exact sentence. That's what I'm saying. Have time. you been here the last ten minutes? Would
1: well, you ever thought there was going to be a time? <laughs> that's the first question you. Are your ears painted on? Seriously, <laughs> that was the whole setup. That was my tenuous link into the into the thread.
0: <laughs> well, mate, make No, it I clear. didn't. Of course, I didn't. That's why I raised it. Oh, I thought were talking about Tom Brown's very. Also, I never
1: thought I'd say this too. Reported journalistic greats turning into letters to the editor writers.
0: This is the other shot. Oh, oh, this is hang the, on. Before you go there, have we confirmed who it is? Yes, I have. Have you? Because I know I know what you're about to refer. I, I actually meant to send said person a text to ask I can him. confirm it. Okay. Well, well, who is it? The great Mick Sheen. Yeah.
1: Well, Ma- hang on. Michael. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. <laughs> who's had, who's A, allegedly legend of our industry. Yep. B, he's had Best the ever. media centre named after him with the yep. AFL. Writes letters to the editor about things that move him socially, and they're being, it got published. Which, which editor? Which To the age of all places. <laughs> State budget. My second home is a fair reward for my And before work. you implicate me in this, this is definitely Michael Sheehan. It's Michael Sheen, Albert the, Park. The famous all-time off, great journalist Signed off Michael Sheehan, Albert Park. This was in the letters to the editor last
0: week. There might be two Michael Sheehan's in Albert Park. I've since confirmed it. Okay.
1: Whatever happened in the lucky country in my youth, Australia is drowning in red ink with public infrastructure and social services at bursting point. Now, Victoria's Andrews government has deemed anyone who owns more than one property as quote-unquote filthy rich while it's obscene increases in land tax. He goes on to talk about, I have a home in Sereno, and a street and a dozen houses. To the best of my knowledge, all of them are used exclusively as a getaway for the owners and their family. None are used to generate income. How are they? Know their investment properties. So he's written five paragraphs Beautifully articulated argument, by the way, as you'd expect, and with his byline on it, you know it's going to be spot on, and sent it to the editor. I'm told it's not the first said letter that's gone from Michael Sheen outraged Albert Park resident to the to the editor of the Age, and the Age. It's not his first rodeo. I think the Age unknowingly have printed it, oh, no, not really? knowing, not knowing they've got been sent. It's like that's like being sent some basketball advice from Michael Jordan to a basketball magazine. And not realising that MJ the author, you know Michael Jordan. See, hang uh, on. You, do you reckon the age didn't know? Is that, is that the reason you're this? You'd have to. They know. knew, oh, that on. it was the great Michael Sheen. Or you would have pulled this out. He would have gone. esteemed journalist Michael Michael Sheen has hit out at the state oh, government. Front
0: page pointer. It should have been yeah, actually front page write off to the letters. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I would have done ten paragraphs down the front. Sheen, comma, who was the chief football reporter for thirty years and earned a great um, career. He's outraged at the, at the government's tax, land tax. Does he make some good points? I, I think he actually I did. thought his argument was beautifully articulated. And when you read it the way he wrote it, you can feel his passion. And I I agree with him, by the way, for what he's saying. I agree with him. What Two questions that spring to mind. Is, is this um, a journalistic itch, do you think, that he's scratching or just a passion? Or a vent. And do you think Harold yeah, Summers was unlucky not to receive the
0: said letter? <laughs> You're in good form today, Archie. Okay. Like, I, I think we both were really out of form last week. You, you've come back hard, like like a really good player. Yep. You've
1: come, um, so, he's, so he's used. The, so do you? He's
0: used the profits made <laughs> from to her- what you've asked. He's me. used the
1: profits made from a Herald Sun career to uh, to reward himself with a second house that he uses recreationally, <laughs> and then when the tax have changed, he sought sought the age to be the outlet of that anger. So hang on, a couple of things. Do you think he's just writing these letters just to keep his eye in? No, I think he's got a generally. He involves to take the satire out for a minute. Generally, um, sharp mind and cares and is clearly not happy and he and he's, has always respected the role of a newspaper in these things, Damo.
0: No, I agree. Yeah. Look, we, we did get sent this a few times, multiple times, and thank you for those people who did send it. Yep. I, I read through it and, and I think his points are very well made, as you said. Do you think that his son, Tony <laughs> Sheen, okay, was unlucky going. not to get sent the letter for
1: the Daily Mail? For Daily Mail use. That was one too many, wasn't it? Tipped you over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it in, but I, I'm not ever going to. Bit of sadness. Can we, can we
0: get to Koshy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tipped you over the edge of that one, I think. I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the Lordo tear up. Yeah, yeah. Um, David Kosh Hutchie, after 21 years of sunrise, has called it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never broken you before.
1: First time. <laughs> um, David Cossians. How would that have been written in the Daily Mail? Shocked veteran journalist. Snubs government over land deal. <laughs> Remember the Daily Mail confused Tony Sheen for Mike once. That's right, yeah. That's... They did too. That's... <laughs> Anyway, what I what I take away from that is the respect he thinks the newspaper has in the cycle of news, <laughs> and that is that is it should be did oh, All. Oh, do the you husband. think that's what it is?
0: Yeah. I, I I just think he might have had a vent and just wanted wanted to be heard. I loved it. Doesn't have the microphones all, that he wants. To have. I called him football's conscience in my brief stint at Three oh. I I think that he's the the, you know, the state's conscience. You is you did dub him football's conscience, and you also dubbed Caro's uh, Caro first lady. Yep. Yep. So there you in go. That, in the yeah. Okay. Koshi. <laughs> Can we do talks? Yeah, I tell you what, Koshi <laughs> want to be good. Because you know, you know I don't, I've got nothing to say. He just what? retired. He retired yesterday, effectively, or announced his resignation. 21, 21 years. 21 years. Yeah. You know him. 20 premierships. You know premierships, him pretty well, don't
1: you? 20 premierships, as he said in his farewell. 20 premierships. I, I didn't realise they'd, they'd won 20 breakfast ratings. Oh, he's gone the ratings, didn't well, he? I thought interpre- that Today Show would have won a couple over that journey. I interpreted it to be 20 premierships. Maybe he's just being mischievous there. I don't think so. When you talk about, when you hear him talk, his speech was really good on Sunrise, I saw it on Twitter. He's a ripping bloke, isn't he? Or TikTok, one of the two. When, when he... It would have been TikTok, wouldn't it, with you? It's, it's, it's your fuel consumption these days? When he said that uh, he began before Twitter and Facebook. And, yeah, I saw that, yeah, yeah. And social, that hit home about how long he had been there. Uh, is it an unusual time in the middle of the year? What, 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 what do you reckon's happened there?
0: Well... Again, you, I don't claim to know what happened here, but I did, I did see a reference that he actually was wanting to have done this last year, and that there may yeah. have been a reluctance even to come back in twenty twenty three. Are you subscribing to that? Theory you know, you know my, where my mind went. I was trying to work through. I like to try and work through the.
1: As a finance guy, I thought <laughs> he's been doing June thirty contracts all
0: this time. Ah,
1: he likes to align his. So life this is to the where your insight yeah. on
0: this shows. So in. I
1: suspect he's – my. No, nah, this
0: is this is what it would
1: be. Yeah. My absolute guess would be that he's been yeah. only signing to the middle
0: of the year all that time, A, because of the lines with the financial year. I hadn't thought of that, Hutchie, and no one else would have either, I don't think, but uh, I and, reckon you're and, probably
1: onto something. And B, it might give you a little bit of extra leverage if you fall out of contract
0: middle of a, a year. Because they need you to finish the year. How would that work in a footy season? That wouldn't really work, would it? I'll do to I'll do it around thirteen for you, and then yep. uh, I need to be re-signed okay, after but the that.
1: Sunrise the year next year goes from February January twenty-two to November eighteen. Well, that's well and good for you, but I'm you know my family we do June thirty deals. So I suspect it was a June thirty deal, which would be unusual, wouldn't it? It would be unusual for what I think I know TV contracts to be. Yeah, and then would it have been a collaborative decision, or would he been like talking to them, saying, "What do you think the right time? Well, is? I would. I would He'd argue, go out on his own terms. Wouldn't they want him
0: to stay on? Because stability no in that in that seat and that role is key, isn't it? No question. Yeah, give him it's ten a years. massive hole, isn't it? I mean, there's obviously faces that people know. Who are the favourites? I, I haven't even gone down that path, actually. Yeah, you, you'd have a couple of options, wouldn't you? I really don't know. Yeah, Mark boretta has been there a long time. He has. Yep. 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 I don't know. No idea. Who would you put it in? What know did that? you. No, again, I, I don't claim space, but you've got to get the decision right, don't you? Because, yeah, the fact that he's been there for 21 years. It,
1: breakfast television in pure numbers doesn't do an inordinate amount of viewers. It doesn't. No. But it does drive an, enorm- an enormous amount of your agenda, your brand, your credibility, and
0: I and I assume it over indexes on revenue. And is the old bit. theory and, and people's habits have changed dramatically, obviously yeah. as, as we know, is the old theory though you you would you'd wake up and you'd put the TV on and it would not change station all day. That was the the, the locked on locked yeah, in I bolted that was a, on back yeah. in the day. But I, I think yeah. there's still that mentality in the promotion of both shows along those lines, isn't it? Yeah, but, it's a it's a important part of your whole yeah. marketing setup. How did you view, when it all played out, the Cam Mooney, Tom Bellchambers boxing bout? You they were work? very passionate about this. I was uneasy about it. Really uneasy.
1: I pointed out to you that it was getting disproportionate coverage. In you the did. Up you did. Because
0: it was a revenue-driven event by the the authors of the... Well, you did point it out. In fact, you you sent a screenshot to our WhatsApp group on this uh, Sounding Board podcast um, arrangements how... It was taking precedence on the day after Damien Hardwick yeah, exactly. in, in terms of display and prominence in paper. So I don't think
1: that was because it outclicked clicked Damien. I think that was purely because they were trying to sell tickets to the pay-per-view. Okay.
0: And it, it is a big revenue driver for... The pay-per-view? Yep. I, I get the fascination, and I and I actually did absorb a few of the pre-bout interviews in the weeks leading into it from Bell Chambers, who I think is a, a ripper the way he carries himself, and, and Cam Mooney equally. Yep. And I was intrigued and interested in what was going to happen because there is that voyeuristic look into, into that style of of you know sport and and both men in this occasion venturing way outside of comfort zones. But what I didn't have a great reaction to, Hutchie, was the actual knockout, Bell Chambers knocking Cam Mooney out. And then and then watching it back a few times and thinking, how was this allowed to happen? Two non experts entitled and, and wanting within the context of what they'd set up to knock each other out in an era where, and, and particularly both coming from a code and a sport that right now has that issue as number one problem. You think it shouldn't have been allowed to happen? I i don't know whether I'm even going that far. It's just a discussion at this stage. And as we know, discussions lead to obviously certain outcomes, but there's not many things that if you put up on, on one of your whiteboards that you you look for in an event that it's going to tick the boxes on. Is it in, in in 2023 when we've got an awareness of of head knocks? You think it was unsafe? He got a man got knocked out. That's what boxing happens, though. That's, yeah, that's
1: one of the methods No, I of think win. the whole sport yep. of boxing that's that's another issue. So but, is your issue with the boxing sport in general, or
0: is your issue is their their untrained role within it? Both, yeah, both, and 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 I'd argue too the, the overarching element of it is um, AFL right now, and 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 all competitive codes are dealing with issues relating to to, to, to yeah. life-changing life-ending elements relating to to brain injuries co- incurred in head knocks Now whether all those brain injuries are from the sport but when you've got two retired players who to your point don't have the skill set in the next sport they're try- choosing to do on this occasion and, and it's as we know you, you put gloves on you have a boxing bout it's who's going to get knocked out as, as the outcome to end the fight which happens I understand your argument. It's pretty uneasy
1: to watch. So you don't you don't have to watch it though it's his problem. I, I didn't
0: watch it. I I when I, I, mean, I didn't pay yeah. per view. I but I was yeah, like everyone saw what so had happened. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't have watched it.
1: Not my cup of tea, and I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't like to see two people hurt each other either.
0: But where do you sit with the condoning or... of it? Where, where do you sit with? And I it's not. It's got nothing with fox well, that, I mean, even, It's just. It's just it's the...
1: not like the AFL condoning it. Like it was just an independent. It was a. Mm. It was a cash grab by all parties,
0: wasn't it? Ostensibly, were they advised probably? I don't know. You couldn't I wasn't... I'm sorry, you couldn't be happy with it. If you're attached to Cam Mooney and, and he handled himself really well. Yep. He spoke really well before the event. He spoke amazingly well a minute after he got knocked out. And I've seen him talk since and he's very humble about the at the moment, but that's not a great look for him. To be knocked out at the age of 43 or 44. Yeah, I get that. But you don't know what... Like, everyone's entitled in their own circumstances
1: to make decisions they want to make for their own with, marketing or revenue reasons or otherwise. I'm telling you, my reaction risk to it is
0: I was uneasy and, and awkwardly yep. uneasy to the point where I, I don't know. We should, You're I, uneasy about most things, though. Nah, no, I'm not, Hutchie, because I... I'm not. I'm not. But I, I was uneasy about that. I really I, was. I un,
1: understand your point. One of the challenges that both sports have got, and the NRL in particular and you look at the the volume of ex-NRL players who've gone on to be great boxers like Paul Gallen and yeah. Mundine and others, even the even the untrained ex-NRL and AFL boxers are commercially very successful at the box office when they fight. So there are more and more approaches going on to more and more ex-players yeah. about fighting.
0: And, and you're right, I mean, Mundine... I know he gets criticised, but he was an all-time great yeah, so take, exponent of boxing. Let's leave Gallen and Mundine because they've almost created the marketplace. Well, Gallen's but it, almost a, but there's, a, a, an outlier too, isn't he? Because he had completed an extraordinary career and, and was still boxing and playing NRL or football, rugby league. The numbers on X
1: player mm. who goes and fights, regardless of their level, significantly outperforms trained boxers. Yeah. They, they make money. And that would hurt the boxer too, wouldn't it? Well, I think secretly it annoys the AFL and NRL knowing because it does not suit their yep. agenda at all.
0: And obviously people come out of contracts. I'm, this is not Cam Mooney now. This, this is other conversations now. So we're taking him out of it. But you do finish your career where you've been paid pretty well as a, as a footballer. And then you can get a quick hit number attached to six minutes in the ring, so to speak, as, as this belt Would
1: you ever fight? Like no. you, and, you and TJ has been the big build-up on Sunday no, Footy no. Show.
0: I, I, I wish I hadn't said that because I, I, I wanted to. I mean, we, we do have a segment on, on that. Friday huddle on Triple M um, where it's just off off Broadway the non footy we hardly talk footy yep. at all but I wish I hadn't answered it that way to be honest with you because I wanted to talk about what I've talked about with you um, in it and... you put it
1: on the agenda that TJ would be the one person he'd be prepared to fight <laughs> I was asked that's the what question. he said I was now, asked he didn't the question take it well trip. on Sunday you you are um, back the truck up <laughs> style did. Did Ralphie the, uh, was
0: yep. yeah. No, nah, because I wanted to treat tri- the conversation seriously, but um, as I think I have with you right now. But um, tell me your views on uh, switching gears for a moment. Ron Desantis launch. I'm not. I'm not. I'm finding myself not immersed in this hatch. Why? I uh, just can't be bothered at the moment, and a little bit on. You are. Yeah. Well, so so he tried to launch it on Twitter. Is it Twitter Spaces? You yep. tell me. Yep. Twitter Space. Yeah. You, you take yep. up the story, please. And the audio
1: didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so is that on Elon or, or Ron? Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine the people ducking for cover? Yeah. So there have been 7,000 hangers on there hanging around the two big dogs, and then the audio doesn't work. Or as you would say, we've got a problem here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and anyway, to his credit, he stayed composed, calm, responded, uh, did particularly well. And I think his media, first work in media, has been, and I please don't come at me about the politics. I'm not giving you a view on anyone's politics in this, other than the way they're behaving on the way through. His first week of media performances and the notes he hit, I think were, were right on, on on point. Okay. So it's so a game on again. I think he's going to be a, a, a significant stone in the shoe of not only Donald Trump, but
0: ultimately Joe Biden as well. Yep. actually hey, we've touched on this one a, a few times over the, the course of the past, let's go with three months, uh, the the sporting bodies support now, and, and there was a full page ad in, in a lot of papers during the weekend, of the voice yep. regarding the, the referendum that we're all about to have as a as a nation yep. and and put a, a yes or or no against. Um, I think you know my views on it. Yours? Well you, you don't you didn't like the letter did you in the paper? Um I'm all for sporting bodies in fact I I, I endorse sporting bodies having a view themselves. Um, I, I actually do feel now people get up in arms about this aspect of it. But I feel in 2023, if you are the AFL, if you are the NRL, in any sporting body that represents a lot of people, I think it's within your charter to actually take a stance on on social matters. I really do. And I think it's equally um, significant for that body to, to then not just take the stance, but then to portray it publicly. It's I think it's only right that they do. What I think people should do, and I'm not ever going to tell them how they should, should operate, but, but what they should consider at least is to, to, to realise that that is not the AFL or NRL or whatever, whichever body it is. They're not telling you how to vote as an individual. They're just telling you how they would vote. And you've still got the right to say no. People have got the right to say no or yes. I'm, yep. I'm on record now, Hachi. I'm happily going to vote yes on this and, and was from an early day. And I understand the confusion around the wording and, and and how it looks and how it plays out. And I get all of those questions that are valid, and, and they are valid questions, but I'm going to vote yes. and so But, but again, having... The collective representation of those sporting bodies in a full page—it was an ad. Let's face it, it was a paid space in a newspaper. I don't know whether the collective needs to be presented to the public on on this one. Now that's just my take on this, Hutchie. And and there's a coordination of response, isn't there, from the government clearly on this in the in the yes component. I think it showed leadership. I thought it was good.
1: I thought it was a smart way to to show a united front and also demystify a bit of the individual politics of all yeah.
0: sports. Does it get people? Does it change more people's up mind, I'm not sure. Yeah, but... I don't know what it does. Yeah, people got the right to vote now, if they indeed want to. We'll get to the question of the week in a moment, Hachi. Do we want to talk about another topic we don't know much about? Victorian racing versus New South Wales, or not? You, you, you don't, love, you don't well, like it when I raise this. You it. love this topic. Well, I just I noticed Find that, it boring. I just noticed that Victorian prize money is about to be cut by 30 mil. At the same time, New South Wales is about to be increased by an amount not dissimilar. Yeah, Wayne Hawkes has been
1: on the record on our platform with his concerns. I did over see this. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So this will be uh, interesting. And then you, you're talking about the Victorian license. There's been uh, one reported already pull out of that. Well, John
0: which is- Stensholt, yeah, reported this yesterday in Australia, didn't he? That um, Entain, which is uh, Ladbrokes and Neds, that's the public face of Entain, just appearing to completely remove themselves from the the the, the right to bid for the Victorian TAB outlet, so to speak, and the, the wagering operations there. What does that mean? Well, I mean, they
1: want all players at the table to create tension to maximise outcomes. So that's not ideal when one of the big three pulls out. So that's for sure. But yeah, I've got no visibility on it at all, demo. What I do have visibility on is our man, because my Twitter (laughs) profile, even my Instagram blew up. And your TikTok? Not a very often used platform, my Instagram, but I was getting DM'd. (laughs) This was sliding into my DMs, demo. (laughs) What was, Archie? Danny Wilder's two shot concession. So or you called him the other day, Danny Wilder. Don't da- put me in. <laughs> Danny Wilder who's the, who's the king of another. You still don't get it reporting. right. Danny Wheedler, Hutchie. Danny Wheedler. Um the other day, I, I disagree with the way you pronounce it. Well you put an L before the D. At least I get the L after the D. This is how this is the <laughs> He was interviewed on a podcast. Right. We've been famously No, no, sorry. you. You. We've been <laughs> You We've been pointing out his his addiction to a two shot. Like you, you've got him up there on the on the on the podium, don't you? Yeah, often, the in, best two shot. often in an interview, there, there's him, there's a microphone, and then if you really lean in, you may identify a subject, at least the arm of the subject or something. <laughs> yeah. It's very hard to see who he's interviewing, given how much of the well, he's camera. He's a big
0: man, well, <laughs> With a big
1: presence, imposing. So he was he was he was asked a tough question, was he? and. This is what he was asked and this is how he defended it.
0: The two shots of Danny Wilder like what what are your what are your thoughts when you when you see that reoccurring? Um it's been pointed out to me by younger folk in the office they say this these mob take the piss out of you. I don't care. It's good like yeah. the two shot thing which I'm known for. Yeah. Um <laughs> we got th- three here. 3 yeah. Her.
1: 4 As A I told you first of that. all I told
0: you I'm shy, which you probably don't believe but I am. Often my interviews Uh, question answer to get the best out of the interview it's important to include the question and often it'll look weird or sound weird if you're just hearing a voice coming yeah so it makes it more personal I don't really want to get my head on TV James I mean like Mm. I, I know what I look like
1: so it's not—he's shy.
0: This is all and because want his, of
1: you. He's shy and doesn't this want his head on television, but he he concedes it's an important part of the storytelling. Is the <laughs> question and answer?
0: That's the defence. <laughs> that was. This is all because of Danny, and I've known Danny from way way back. He's a this superstar. Is not what he me. does? Oh, absolutely, he is. And the and the said
1: podcast, but well, we'll share this on our socials, Jane. Can we? Actually had some highlights of his best two shots. They ran through the greatest hits of him dominating the screen in the you two shots. you created this issue, and, and and I've been lumped in with it, unfortunately. The young people in the office. who So big cheerio to those young people listening to us. The, the young office. people in the office. <laughs> We're one of those crazy podcasts. Let's head
0: to question of the week. On the sounding board, it's our question of the week for DrinkWise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to DrinkWise. Megan Gillies poses this. What is typically the motivation for leaking sensitive information to the media? Is there ever a monetary reward or is it a bit of quid pro quo? Is it as vindictive as it seems from the outside or just accepted that people can leak without a guilty conscience? It's um, it's a question that often gets asked, isn't it, Hutchie, um, that Megan's posed there from the outside looking in. And look, there's there's never or there's rarely... Um, Two examples, the exact same way of getting information. But what I will say before I throw it to you, and you, you broke more stories than anyone I know, so you're better off answering this than I am. That's not true. Now that is true. Um, it, it, rarely, very, very rarely, is a story of of significant note born of of a vindictiveness from someone leaking yep. it. Now that that happens, but you then wait it, and you, and often it's not the high end stuff; it's just nasty, superfluous stuff. Often, Megan, and I'm about to throw it to Hutchie. Often it's someone from way outside, to use the sporting vernacular, outside the tent. It's someone who, who thinks they've got some information as being a partner, as being a neighbour, as being someone who just observes something, um, connected to the people in the in the story. And, and that's where I reckon more than 50% come come from in terms of those leaks that, that get the cut through. Obviously, there are still people who inside footy clubs are, are happy to pass on information to suit own agendas.
1: Yeah, if I drew this for you on a whiteboard... And it's different in every time. Sometimes the person involved, you just know really well, I want you to know first. That can happen once in a blue moon. What I would say more than 50% of the time, and closer to 100, if you drew a whiteboard and put a big circle on it, the original source of a story, A, is never paid. B, sometimes I don't even know they're telling you. Yes. And C, is somewhere th- third, fourth, fifth, or sixth degree removed from the yep. story. The art of a journalist or the job of a journalist is to move that third, fourth, fifth or sixth degree of separation- Back to number one. Into first or second yeah. degree, but using a, a range of um, phone calls and hunting and method and method acting sometimes- And, and subterfuge. To try and find enough yep. sources to confirm that yep. to be true and to move that loop forward from outside yep. the circle to in. Is that fair?
0: Yeah. yeah. I reckon you've ex- you've explained that uh, far better than I did and, and that would be my experiences. Now again- I won't say 100 times, I over 100, but I'm pointing at
1: right. a fake whiteboard. And I did
0: it long enough where you started pointing at the same whiteboard as if it was
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hope s- the camera caught that. Is that filmed? <laughs> That's a really good
0: point, actually. It's, 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 a, it's a green cloth. It's not felt. there. <laughs> 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 that, that gets back to seeing you do so many whiteboard presentations there for a period of time. You were looking time. up at the whiteboard, I, was, I, I can whiteboard. see what you've written there. And I could actually see. So s- I hope
1: there's nothing there. You know what?
0: Not only did I, did, I, did I do that, I actually could see what you'd written on it. <laughs> Can we find that video that mate? I know. can see those
1: points. All this right. has been the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to volunteer your services for the footy club you love back in the tent, at least choose to drink wise.
0: Thanks for listening to The Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo. Tune in for questions tomorrow and to send a question to the boys, email the sounding Board at sen.com.au, follow the show on Twitter at Sounding Board EP and like the Facebook page. It's all thanks to DrinkWise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to DrinkWise.